Hey Z. Hi Maddie. Everybody, welcome to Access Podcast, the podcast about podcasts. Producer Z, we've got two ladies on the show who you might not know their names, right. but you've probably laughed at their jokes before because they're both comedians and writers. Morgan Murphy and Robin Shore. So, have you laughed at Two Broke Girls before? Yeah. Then you've laughed at a Morgan Murphy joke. Oh, okay. cool. We're going to talk to them in just a second, but check out their podcast. But I, w- I was on a date at the alcove, and uh, we got a free piece of cake out of nowhere. And I was like, is it because they recognize the gentleman that I was with, or is it because they recognize my annoying voice? I just I couldn't figure out which one it was. I've had that happen before at alcove. They just give gotten you a free, free piece of cake? Yes, I think if you I have think they're a- just nice. Yeah. They're just nice. You had to read into it and see something negative about you, Robin. Welcome, welcome to the show, ladies. Thanks. Thanks for having us. I've got many, many questions for you and about the the podcast, Los Feliz, the podcast. First of all, I just want to say that when they fir- uh, I first got an email about this podcast, I had not heard of it, and I went to look at who you'd had on, you know, and just to pick an episode, and I saw the name Sam Pancake on there, and I was like, oh, I'm in. These, <laughs> these guys are awesome. Sam, you gr- tell Sam that. We, you got to tell Sam that. We grew up in the same town in West Virginia. Oh. So, like, I know his family from way back, so uh, that was really great. But for those people who don't know about Los Feliz, the neighborhood, what can you tell people about it? Um, I guess if people uh, aren't from the area and uh, not familiar with it, imagine, you know, what you would think of as Los Angeles and then go <laughs> to, like, the the east end of wherever you put that circle, and uh, we live on the edge of that. Uh-huh. But what about the, the neighborhood itself? I'll be uh, my last experience in Los Feliz. I lived in Hollywood. Yeah. I went to brunch with my wife, and the woman next to us ordered egg white omelet with an avocado sliced near the eggs, but not touching the eggs. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Ooh, that's fancy." Well, you know, you always want to make sure your avocados are adjacent, but she, you know, I think specificity is part of the podcast and also part of the uh, city, the neighborhood. Uh, people are real specific here. And, and that's what we try to do on the show is focus on the minutia, which is it sounds like what that lady was doing. I would have laughed, but uh, it, there are people like that here for sure. And you get that, I think, anywhere uh, mm-hmm. in a neighborhood that sort of we are cute and precious, but also uh, aware of it, aware of it. I think, yeah, well, we're aware of it. I'm not sure that like a lady ordering that in Venice would be aware of it or like, uh, I mean, we love Venice, but I'm saying like, <laughs> at least we can make fun of ourselves and say we're, you know, we're hipstery or whatever, but we, at least we know it, you know? <laughs> so if you were going to describe the neighborhood to, to sure. somebody that didn't know and, and, and basically why you would want to do a show about the neighborhood, what would you tell them? Uh, I'd say that, uh, well, I mean, it doesn't, it's funny because doing the show about the neighborhood, I, I just wanted to do a show about with a friend talking about things that weren't going to exhaust me. Like you experience your neighborhood every day. So it's easy to talk about it every week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'd say like, imagine like the podcast is like, you meet the, the local hardware store owner and you meet the lady who bakes your croissant that you get at the, you know, at the, uh, at the deli. And it's a little bit of that. It's like, what if, what if, you know, everyone that you sort of come into contact with on a daily basis, you finally get to, hear them chat for a while and, you know, or hear people talk about your, your same concerns, like why, you know, why are the parking meters so expensive or, 
Why are the curbs so high? And I feel like also, just in terms of explaining it, it's like sort of a little small town kind of hamlet with like a lot of artists and writers and people in the business, uh, but also people not in the business. And um, I think it has like a nice, we're just far away enough that it doesn't feel so oppressively Hollywood. I go to a yoga class sometimes in Hollywood. It takes me 35 to 40 minutes to get there. Um, so I don't even venture west unless I have to. <laughs> Um, and it used to not take that long, but I've really become more provincial as the traffic has gotten worse and worse. And I find that everything I need is all my friends and um, like my mother's on the West side and I, don't, I just by definition don't see her as much. Um, and so my friends are here and I feel like it's an artist driven community and it's also an activist driven community, which is nice, but it's also like a be whatever you want kind of community and there's no... There's no sort of hard and fast rules about anything here. Yeah, like I don't go anywhere for yoga and I barely leave my house and it's a community for me. They accept me here. Yeah, when we lived in Hollywood, I had friends that lived in Santa Monica and I told I told someone, I see my friends in the Bay Area more than I see them because I just don't feel like going all the way over. Also, there's just a lot of, you know, one thing about L.A. in general is that you run into a lot of folks who are in the business but aren't the people that you, you, know, you think about as being in the business. The people who really make it run, the writers uh, like yourselves, comedians, uh, stand-ups, uh, the neighborhood's full of a, a lot of those kind of folks. And I'm noticing there's, there's a kind of, there is a, it's an almost genre now of the L.A. podcast. You know, where folks in L.A. who are in the business or, you know, and, and start a podcast. Um, do, have you, do you feel like there's that community down there now of that? I mean, there's definitely a lot of people who have podcasts in comedy, <laughs> and there's a lot of people in comedy in Los Feliz. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I mathematically that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's, I, yeah. I don't do a lot of like podcasts, but I feel like, yeah, I feel like all my, you know, most of my friends have one. Um <laughs> And I, they're all great. <laughs> I feel like if you have something to say, get, you know, and you have a way to say it and you, you find, you find that it could be, I, I, one thing I like about our podcast, the best feedback I get from our podcast is people say it's very, very useful. And that to me is kind of the biggest compliment. Like the funny part, I'm glad it's enjoyable to listen to, but it's like helpful. It's nice that people now know that they can bring in their used batteries to Valor Hardware and get them recycled. Like just things in your immediate area that you wouldn't necessarily know about. I, and there are plenty of other podcasts that you can go on to listen to the evolution of somebody's career if you want to, but that's not, that's not going to be this. We'd rather have famous people on. If we're going to have a famous person on, we want them to talk about street cleaning in their neighborhood. We don't necessarily care about what show they're on and what show they want to promote. That's just, it's just not a Hollywood podcast in that way. Why did you two decide to do one together? What what what's when was the moment that you said we got to do a podcast? Well, we're uh, we live like, you know, just houses apart. And uh, I think there was like a, a long time where people would come to my house and ask me if I knew Robin and they go to her house and ask if, if she knew me. And we had all these mutual friends. And I had like the sliver of the idea for a podcast about the neighborhood, but it wasn't until Robin and I finally connected after like a year and a half of living five houses yeah. apart that we started just talking. And I realized like that banter to me is <laughs> that's the show. Like it, it was more like I had the idea for the show and then and then met Robin and was like, oh, that's that thing that, you know, that I sort of thought of. But it's, yeah, it's just two friends talking about, you know, the day-to-day -day stuff yeah. in, the, uh, in a very s small radius. And it seems that people, like, 
people, it's fun to get texts from people throughout the day that they're like, oh, this is closing and this is opening and da 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 da. Like it feels like right now um, it's really fun to have, to feel like part of something um, on a community level. I, I really enjoy that. And um, yeah, Morgan must have seen in me somebody who uh, can talk endlessly about this place because I've lived here for so long that I just didn't, you don't realize when you're in your own neighborhood how much you know about it and don't even discuss, you just kind of absorb it. Well, there are obviously people listen to this podcast who, who don't live in the neighborhood and like it and they like YouTube. Do you think part of what's the charm and, and, and good about this show, and I think a, a good podcast builds empathy and, and, and when you've done improv and stand up, you know, you know how to, you know, kind of do that. Do you feel like that that is a tribute uh to to also why you do it? Um I mean, I think there's a well, it's funny that you would I I like the relationship of empathy and stand up, but I I think there's why I do it is like is kind of to not have to be a stand up. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but No, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's sort of it, it it's it's um you know, I don't have a funny take on, you know, on, on, on everything. And sometimes there are things I just earnestly care about. And, you know, I, there, there are certainly times like, I think I'll, uh, I'll be like a little bit snarky, but there's not, if I want people to go support the local high school, like I don't have a bit about that. Right. I, we've been, I was, I don't know about you, Morgan, but I've been asked before if the whole thing was a bit yeah. and I'm like, no, like yeah. not at all where I'm going to that homecoming game. I'm wearing a Marshall high sweatshirt. It, and everybody who from the podcast who joined us at the homecoming game all felt the same way, which was, I miss going to high school football games. Like, I wish that was more part of my life. And yeah. that's kind of all we're trying to do. And I like that. I like that it comes across as empathetic. And I, I like that that's the vibe that you get, because that's certainly, I mean, we all, we all live in the, we all live in this community and we want to be really, really careful to, to keep it super positive because let's just say I were to get on and say, I got a bad haircut at this place, or I had a bad meal at this place. I still have to go out and be in the neighborhood. I don't want that, that bad mouthing his business. You know what I mean? His or her business. Yeah. And I don't mean to get too heady, but you know, I, I teach a, a university class, a couple of them on podcasting. And what uh, we were talking yesterday about why podcasting is so popular now. And one of the reasons I think is, is just that, that positivity that, you know, it, it's really hard to go anywhere where there's not arguing, you know, social media, you, you know, family. There's just it's just a lot of arguing now. And for the most part, people who are choosing to do a podcast are doing it for a, a reason, a fun reason or a reason that uh, it, it is positive or educational. And, and yeah. that that's another reason why I think people like to listen to you, even if they're not from Los Feliz, because it's, it's just nice to hear two people, you know, have a nice conversation. <laughs> I mean, and yeah, we really do love where we live. We really are friends and we do have, um, we do have a lot of fun doing it. And, you know, just to give you an example, and I think this is funny and I don't know if we're going to talk about it on the show, but we had, we were on we, uh, a couple months ago in October, right after Morgan's birthday, we had a guest on and the guest was complaining about the prices of a meal at a diner. We felt the prices at this diner were too high. And it's the only time we've ever said anything remotely critical on the show. And I felt like, oh, my God, I felt bad, whatever. Then we get a phone call at our hotline. We have a neighborhood tip line. And somebody from the somebody from the diner called in and said, I own the diner. Here are the prices. And he went through the prices. I didn't listen to the phone call. <laughs> but here's the thing. It's an even bigger thing, which is that 
Later, I found out that it was one of our listeners who's my dear friend who called in the prank call <laughs> to pretend like he was the owner of that diner. And it was hilarious because he knows that we always try to stay positive. So he totally called us out um, on the, at the one place that we were a little bit critical. And I, I love him for it, but it was so funny to me. It's getting back um, to Morgan's Crank Yankers roots. Is that is that it? I guess yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, I got sure. really cranked and yanked by that. I really believed it. Full throttle. Uh, so you've been doing this podcast for a while. I've got a couple friends that are comedians that I helped do. I've helped start a podcast in LA, a couple, a couple of folks like that. And they're at the point where I'm starting to get phone calls. And I've worked in this radio business with morning shows a long time where they're starting to call me about each other because, <laughs> because podcast is a show. It can be a grind at, at times. Does that um, ever feel like a grind to you guys or a job where you, you're kind of like one of you is like, all right, we've got to do the show. And the other one's like, uh, I just, I'm, I'm tired. I don't want to do anything right now. Um, I mean, kind of like I, I show up for the show, but I don't do like real work. I just like to be told stories <laughs> and Robin doesn't like to do, <laughs> Robin doesn't like that. I do that. No, that's not true. Kind I, of. I think in the beginning and as we go through it, like we're, we're trying to figure out uh, a good balance and, um, and it's it's not it's it's a marriage. What are you gonna do? It's a marriage. Sometimes we tick each other off. Sometimes we love each other. But I think at the end of the day, it's like I I know I enjoy some of the administrative aspects of it. And then there's times in the month where I don't. Um, but but overall, it's like we have a wonderful producer. We have a wonderful producer named Lori Wheeler, and she helps us tremendously. And yeah, Lori's Lori's uh, a beyond essential. And I think, you know, the stuff that's the stuff is just like calling mm -hmm. stories throughout the week. And what we did when we were on Feral Audio, we were four times. We were we were once a week on, on that network. And now we're moving over to all things comedy and we're going to do the show twice a month. And that's mostly well, that's because of us and our schedules and our careers outside of the podcast. But that's also because there's not enough local news to support four podcasts a week. So maybe we'll do two and then like a third, you know, bonus round if we if we feel the need. But we're definitely going to we're doing two a month. And I feel like those will be like chock a block of great information. I do really lazy prep once in a while for my shows. And this was a really lazy prep question, but I thought it was funny, Morgan. On yeah. your on your Wikipedia, there, the yeah. the one line that is just the best. It just says Morgan was raised Jewish by her mother, but then I have a bat mitzvah. She attended a Catholic high school. I, That's hilarious. I love that. Uh, <laughs> I love looking at like facts about your like. I don't I don't like Google myself, but every so often I'll go look at that Wikipedia and like. It's it's always uh, it's always surprising what somebody when, when did I say that? <laughs> like, was it ever in your stand-up? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, yeah, that's but that's a fact about me. Yeah. Pretty exciting. That's what happens when you have a Wikipedia page. I don't even have one. I know you don't. You were harder. You're you're. By the way, your Twitter game, Robin, has stepped up a bit. It it, it was not the best. I disagree. I, you know what it is? I have not found my Twitter voice. That's the bottom line is like, I don't feel That's like my favorite though, is that people, everyone, everyone, everyone goes, I'm not good at Twitter. I'm not. I'm not good at Twitter. Like, it's, it's, not, a, it's, it's not an art form. It kind of is though. I think people like Morgan and a, a few other guys I've dated have been really good at it. And I just, 
Like I, if it were up to me, I would talk about Flora Bama Shore all the time or Claw, yes. the show Claws. But what makes you think I've stepped up my game? I mean, I appreciate the compliment. Well, it's just a little, you've been a little more regular with it. Oh, well, yeah. I'm mostly retweeting stuff about the podcast. Well, hey, that's something. Tweeted the other night that I was really missing Froyo Life, which was which is our uh, which was our neighborhood frozen yogurt store that closed. So I was tweeting from the heart. So I'm upset. I I go to Sketchfest. I love Sketchfest in San Francisco. Yeah. I didn't realize it. Uh, the The Hills, a stage reading that was yours. I I remember seeing. I didn't go. Oh. That's awesome, though. I mean, that, that you would do that. So obviously, you have an affinity for bad TV, and that makes me very happy. It makes me like you a lot. Yeah. Uh, I love Robin and I love bad TV. The problem is we don't love the same bad TV. It's, a problem. it's we are we are uh, we are not compat. Like I I'm the Bachelor. She's the you know I don't who are the people on the boat uh, below deck. Below deck. Don't oh. you watch that or something? Oh yeah, I watch yeah. every I below like deck. I, I feel like I. You left my house once, and then a week later, I had like every below deck had been recorded. <laughs> like it wasn't. You did like a series record, and Listen, it that's was bumping like real sports. It was upsetting. Below deck is worth it. It's worth the bump. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I really like bad television. I think because because it's what I do for a living. When I watch television. Uh, let's just say I was to watch a sitcom, a single camera sitcom on a network television station. I, I can see the seams. I can see exactly how it's made. It's not. It's like it's like a busman's holiday. Why would you want to come home from work and sit and watch your work? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I I'm the same way. I've, I don't. I I hate it that I have to listen to so many podcasts because it's all I do at work. Uh, and the same thing with radio. Like my wife hates listening to the radio with me because I'm always like, oh, these terrible hack, horrible. You know, just just going off on it. Uh, what's the below deck I got? What's another one I need to watch? I'm I'm back on America's Next Top Model, by the way, since Tyra's back. That's some good bad TV right there. Like a Teen Mom. She loves Teen Mom. I do. I I've I've been following. I mean, the Teen. It's it is weird because I'm 36 and now all the Teen Moms have like three kids. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been following these They're children about to be who teen grandmas. It's really crazy. So, uh, but I I think it's I actually think it's a really well made show. I think Catfish is really made oh, as well. I started watching Catfish at Morgan's house. Um, uh, the entire Bravo canon is uh, is really mostly what I watch. My my TV is pretty much always on channel 237, which is Bravo. Vanderpump Rules, don't get me started. It's so good. Ah, <laughs> uh, I could do that all day, talk this stuff. Anyway, back to the podcast. You guys are now on a network. You're on All, uh, all Things Comedy. Is, comedy, yeah. is that is that uh, a little more pressure? Is that exciting? I know uh, Morgan, you did the poker podcast that they do. Um, yeah, yeah. I do don't a lot know. Of cool it's so stuff. funny because I don't I don't think uh, you know the the comedian banter like isn't my uh, forte, but I but yeah, it's exciting. Um, I think um, you know Al uh, Madrigal and and Bill are old friends, and you know it's it's nice. Also, kind of people who are familiar with the area, so it's nice to to have it all feel kind of in-house a little bit. Yeah, and I enjoy the fact that it's it's comedians running a comedy network for comedians and the money stays there, uh, unlike a lot of these other podcast networks. I think it's great. Yeah, and I always like working with friends like whenever possible and people you have sort of pre-existing relationships with. And, you know, I mean, I go, I, I've known Al probably since I was 19, you wow. know, half my life. So it's, uh, and they really welcomed us with open arms and yeah. have been nothing but supportive and listening to our ideas and stuff like that. So it, it feels like a good home for us. 
Uh, one more lazy prep question. Um, Morgan, Blake Griffin leaving Los Angeles. Are you, are you are distraught? I'm beyond. I mean, I, for, I, 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 I haven't had like a, uh, a sports trade affect me <laughs> on like a real emotional <laughs> level. Like I didn't. I didn't like, you know, I had to go on a drive. Like that's oh, a lot. Like really? that, no, it's it's heavy because I I been a Clippers fan. You know, I have when I was you know 15, 16 years old, I was at Clippers games for my birthday. Like I have autographed Brent Berry picture on my wall. I like I was him. I was in before it was cool, and he made it cool. So it's uh it's a little it's heartbreaking, but. I think I'm like a Pistons fan now. I think I'm just going to follow him with with my Clippers energy. Yeah, that was uh, I, I've I've lived in Oakland for 16 years, so if if they just traded Curry off like that, I would I would know what to do. Yeah, because right, it's, right. it's not just a guy who's good; it's a guy who kind of made your organization Changed what it is. Culture. So it's uh, it's a little bit crazy, and it reminds you that everything is a is a business. Uh, and it all sucks. It's all terrible. <laughs> Life is fleeting. Why do we bother? We always end this podcast with uh, three killer questions. A little bit of a radio thing here. And I, I want to ask you each these amazing questions. The first one is, if there was anybody living or dead that you could listen to a podcast and have them, have them do a podcast, who would it be? Whoa. That's a big one. Um, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I love you. Let me think. Uh, don't I heard, go on his podcast without makeup. I'll tell you that much. You get some comments there. I didn't realize people wore makeup on podcasts. I'm not like thinking ahead like people well, are gonna watch this. How would you know that they were going to film it? They know. They do. People that people are obsessed. That's that they watch it on the internet. I'm so, 97 years old. And uh, they watch, so I show up and then I got all these comments about how I looked. And I was like, I didn't know. I was t- talking about writing. Yeah. I wasn't even talking about a thing you have to look good for. It's, oh. uh, um, anyways, um, who, who would I have a, that's so hard. Maybe, um, my, my grandmother who I never met. Oh, oh. that's a good one. Yeah. Um, the, you want to, the first thing that came to mind, this is the first thing that came to mind was mm-hmm. Anne Frank. I don't know why. <laughs> the second thing. That's that's a, that's uh, a guys, I'm still in the attic. Um, I, uh, I just feel like we all read her diary. I want to know more. <laughs> but yeah, but course. you know what it's like when people bring their kids to dinner parties. I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> um, um, but then the second thing that went through my mind, and, and just bear with me on this, is that I would like a podcast with the cast and the crew and the writer and the director of Grease 2. I want to know everything that happened during the making of that movie, and I want it to be hosted by Michelle Pfeiffer. That's... And I and I and I think it's been a point of contention in her career that she was in that movie, but she has no idea how much it's affected me. Like the like the reason I the reason I wear V neck T shirts is because of uh, I'm not wearing one right now, but it's because of the character she played in Greece too. <laughs> wow, that's that's one of the best answers I've heard. Yesterday I did this in my class, and one of the students came back with Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown. Not a bad answer. Back in the day, I was like, that would be a killer podcast. Yeah, Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds would be killer. Oh, oh. Carrie, yeah, that that that's, uh, that that would, would be, be killer. Yeah. If anybody, if you've not ever listened to a Carrie Fisher audiobook, you're really missing out. I mean, read the book, but also the way she reads her books was amazing. Second question: If you were a sandwich personified, 
what sandwich would you be? I only ask that question to really special people. I would be a Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. Why? Because it's my favorite sandwich. <laughs> it's not really a good analogy. Um, because um, because I'm, uh, you know, uh, proof that, uh, you know, uh, things are better when they're a little bit older and kind of cold and dry. I like that. Wow. I don't know if I can even follow that. Um, I would say I would be a tuna melt on gluten-free bread. Why is that you? Oh, why? Because it's my favorite sandwich, and it would have to be a nice gluten-free brioche. Um, I'm trying to avoid gluten because it really causes some headaches. I'm off gluten and dairy, and uh, I feel a lot better, but I do miss it. Are you a person that gets headaches? Uh, No, no. Just nutritionist said, hey try it out Clear by the way if you host a uh, podcast uh in and about los Feliz, you better have some gluten-free snacks available oh. yeah <laughs> for your guests that's a, a requirement or else well uh morgan robin you are los Feliz's treasures <laughs> and uh i appreciate you guys coming on the show and uh if i'm ever back down in the neighborhood hopefully uh i can stop by and say hi Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for uh, coming on and have a wonderful sunny day. You You too. too. Bye. Well, that was fun, Z. Yeah, it sounded fun. I liked it. They were funny. You don't know anything about Los Feliz? I did not till this podcast. No. It's one of those neighborhoods in LA that uh, I'd always like to live in because it's super nice. Right. But I'm a Hollywood guy. Oh. Yeah. What do you like about Hollywood more? It's a little dirtier. Oh, okay. Uh, you like the grunge? You like the grunge. Well, I, I'm a fan of West Hollywood, and we're going to talk about West Hollywood. Weho. Yeah. Weho. That's all I know about it. <laughs> it's like, and people call North Hollywood no-ho. Yeah, it's all oh, so now. pretentious. But LA's a fun city, and one of the things we're going to talk about today with our podcast suggestions are there are a lot of celebrities and not-so-celebrities mm-hmm. that you don't know who do podcasts. And right. I'm not joking. It is a big thing. In L.A., a lot of folks are doing podcasts on the side. You know, a lot of folks who have these big audiences and a lot of folks who have cult followings are doing podcasts. And and it's great. I want to start with one. I know you normally do this this rap, but uh, I wanted to start with one because I'm just I I want to promote it because I I love the guy. Sam Pancake. We talked about Sam at the beginning of the show. Sam does. um, Sam has been in a lot of stuff, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of TV shows. Uh, it's funny in my hometown they do a train, a, a historic train that goes through the river mm-hmm. and goes through where their his family lives and the the, right. the pancakes. I know people always laugh at that. The pancakes is a very common name yeah. where, I, where I grew up. They they've been in that that valley for 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 generations. And whenever they pass, they always they, they used to always talk about Sam was in this orange juice commercial that was like on forever. It was it was an orange juice commercial with this kid in the back seat and he drank the big thing of orange juice and. Uh-huh. And that was like they'd always say, "This is the That's home sweet. of Sam." Because I mean, Sam's the biggest thing to come out of out of Romney, um, and and he's he's a great actor, and he's also very funny. And he does this Golden Girls um, uh, thing where it's um, it's drag show. And they they do go, uh, a Golden Girls kind of uh, oh, episode, that's and, cool. and and it's fantastic. Right. And and I I say that because I wish I I've seen it, but I've just read reviews. I have not gotten down there to see it. But uh, Pat, uh, excuse me. Uh, Sam Pancake <laughs> also does uh, a podcast called Gasp with uh, Geo Andy, and I love this show because it's just 
it's just funny. These are two very funny people, and they have great guests. The last one I listened to, they had Bianca Del Rio on. You don't know who Bianca nope. Del Rio is? you see it in my eyes. Well, uh, you need to know drag, the right, drag culture. And I know, that. like, Maddie knows drag culture. Well, I right. watch Drag Race, so right. that's that's the drag culture Which I know. Which a lot of people should. And I, like, I love Drag Race, right. and, and actually I love to go to a good drag show. And they just get some really good guests, and, and it's a very funny podcast. It's called Gasp. Go check it out. We do a huge chunk of Wicked. We did a lot of Miss Morrible. We did all of her four, I think, four or five dresses for Miss Morrible. Also different the shops Wicked guards. Different. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, also because some shops were known for special cheese and beating, and some were known for this, and some do better men's work. And also, when the show gets bid on, let's say Wicked is, you know, whatever year that was, at the shop. 2004. Went, okay. I'm not gay at There all. you go. Well, the <laughs> shop was already bid. Great podcast, funny stuff. But Sam, if you guys want a little help with your audio, give me a ring. Got him. What do we got? All right, so mine is Call Chelsea Peretti with the comedian Chelsea Peretti. She is hilarious if you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Which one is she on Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Oh, what is her name on it? Wait, let me... Look. What does she it's, look like? She's the receptionist. She doesn't care about anything. Oh, yeah. Hair, you know? Yes. Oh, why am I she's blanking on her name? She's super funny. She is so funny. I've seen her stand up. Yeah, one yeah, of the greats yeah, she's on very Netflix. Funny. And that's what first turned me on to her. And then I started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She's hilarious. She is one of those, like, I don't really care. I'm going to say what I want to say. It's my opinion. And she just does it in such a funny way. She has this really low voice. And um, hers is called Call Chelsea Peretti. I really love her. Also, she's from the Bay Area. So shout out. She's from Contra Costa. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I love it. All right, check it out. Um, Sorry, I was reading a text. Listen, the thing is... How much time have we been doing this? I'm tired. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I bet it's been a while. <laughs> it's a long time no here, though. We're all so happy. Um, do you have anything you really want to say before I go take a nap? All right. Good stuff. Funny, 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 funny. Mine is also, uh, this last one is also an outspoken uh, comedian, uh, actor, really, but he's funny. Um, Michael Rappaport. Uh, in his podcast, I Am Rappaport. The Stereo Podcast. The Stereo Podcast. It is, he he does sports, movies, just, it's one, of, it's one of those podcasts I tell people who are new to podcasting, you can't do that podcast because yeah. you're not Michael Rappaport. It's just like you're not it's Joe just Rogan. His, it's just his thing. Yeah, and it he's got totally, a following. Yeah. yeah. If you have a following, you can go do a podcast like that. Right. But if you don't, it's hard to build one with that the, the, this 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 uh that kind of concept. But he is so funny. His rants are the best. I can watch his Instagram videos of his rants and then go listen to his podcast of his yeah. rants all day. I had a student I, I had them take a podcast they like and kind of emulate it. Uh-huh. Well, somebody went and just did one of his podcasts, and, and it was very funny. Good. Uh, it, but also, a half the class was just, they were offended. Oh, yeah, of course. I, I mean, mean, it's, I mean course. every other word's the F-bomb. Yeah. Th- this is not but a podcast you can listen to with uh, with kids around, and I'm sure we'll probably have to bleep it for as, as many curses as we do. But uh, here you go. Check it out. You all right? You good? You good? The doctors come. You need to go to the hospital. Blah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It happens. These things happen on on movie sets. It can get tense. There's a lot of uh, uh, money. There's a lot of brouhaha. There's a lot of, uh, you know, time is of the essence. And I'm sure a lot of those things had to do with 
Quentin Tarantino wanting what he wanted from his star, who he's rocked with and she's rocked with him for years, which caused this car accident. Well, Z, we've done it. It's yet another great show. Fantastic show, I'd like to say. Just just one of our best ever. Agreed. Zay Anya. Yep. Zay Anya. Yeah. Day Alwis. There we go. Woo! I got it right. She's our executive producer, and she's sitting in front of me. <laughs> Access Podcast uh, is also engineered by David Williams, Horace Wong, and Red. Let's not forget Red. Yeah. Red's been doing a lot Red. of work in our Shout new studio. Shout out to Red. Yeah. And we've got cameras and all kinds of stuff that we put into the podcast studio here at iHeartRadio San Francisco. Uh, so we're probably going to do our live banter on uh, Facebook. So you can uh, follow us on Facebook at Access Podcast or on the Twitter uh, at Access Podcast One. And we should be following you if you have a podcast yeah. because uh, we have a new intern. Uh, shout out to Keneva. Ken, get on there. Get on the Twitter and start following. <laughs> Follow spree. Yeah, do some stuff. Special thanks to Chris Peterson, Don Parker, and Katie Wilcox at iHeartRadio. And as always, you can go and download the iHeartRadio app. Check out all the podcasts and the streaming music and the stations. You can listen to live stations. You can build a playlist. It's all great, and it's all for free. Go to the iHeartRadio app and uh, grab a podcast. Listen to it, share it, and tell your friends. Bye-bye.